the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist. I'd like to start off with letting everybody know that I've figured out race relations. And I'm going to tell you how we can all come together as a people. Okay. I'm ready. Don't fight me on this, Tim. I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna let it out there. Uh, you guys are the experts. No, no, no. You're an expert as well. Anyway, I think every race, creed, religion would get along much better if everybody owned a puppy. I, I don't think that's the answer. No, I, I, I think so. I think puppies get people to like each other and talk to each other and engage unlike any, any other thing it I've ever seen. It didn't seem to work out for that chick in Central Park with the bird watching guy. That wasn't a puppy. It wasn't? No. Okay. See? Wrong again about race relations. That's odd for you. So I get a text from my wife. So we we hang out on my porch on my stoop with the dog in the morning or just to kind of, you know, like she, I get a text from her. I swear I've never had so many white people talk to me in our neighborhood in all the 10 years we have lived here as I did today. And I respond, puppy or racism? And she goes, probably both. Come on. <laughs> Well, there's probably a good amount of, uh, I think a lot of white people are trying to show how much they like black people right now. Yeah. You know, like they're, they're going out of the so way to a, say hi. It's and, a token hello? They're on their Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that's a token hello. It's a legitimate hello. It's just the reason is because they feel guilty about what they're seeing on the so news. So do you think had she not been out there with our puppy, they would have said hello? I, I mean... That's no, the really puppy hard. is a the puppy is a icebreaker. Yes. It's something to yes. speak about. Yeah, exactly. it's like a car. It's like oh, nineteen seventy four yeah. Thunderbird, huh? Hey, Jerome, is that a you know is that a lab mix? Oh man, that's a what? How, how are you? Oh, nice to meet you. Right, and yeah. then they bring up Michael Vick somehow <laughs> in the conversation really quickly. <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. Yeah, so I think. Uh, Puppies will solve our problem. Could cause other problems, but we'll solve. We'll, could solve. Good no, see what you the part that you, yeah. the part that you factored out that you f- forgot. That's a very major piece to this. Go ahead. Is that in the eyes of racist white people and some not so racist that don't realize that they're racist? A dog is higher than us. They're coming to speak to the dog, not the person. <laughs> well, wow. I mean, I've. I get that too. Like I, when I um, got the dog, I was expecting like it to be a great way to meet chicks. And then like, you'll see like girls will come up and talk exclusively to the dog (laughs) and won't even acknowledge your existence. So that's not, that crosses all racial lines. Listen, no, I think you just don't realize that you're scary and we've already, (laughs) we we, we covered that last week. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's it. That's you. Um, Dogs are way easier to talk to and interact with than people are though. So I, I want, I've been sitting on, on my, my stoop, as they say, in the mornings, drinking a coffee with a dog. I've never had neighbors talk to me. Never. No, so I was, it's not, it was it's a, not a racial thing. It's it, just was, a, it was almost a point of pride that I don't know my neighbors. <laughs> and now, you know, everybody stops. What kind of dog is it? This, that, and the other. And, you know. You should get a dog. Nah. This, this studio needs a dog. Uh, yeah. Not at all. Yeah. You're not a dog person? Not at all. Cat? I actually like cats better, but they're terrible, too. Yeah, I'm not a cat person. What don't you like about dogs? Nothing. I don't like the way they smell. I don't I don't like the way they, they... Okay, so dogs are cool 
to go. It's like kids to some people. Right. Oh, I could play with them when I want. I yeah. go over to my friend's house, and next thing you know, look, God's mad God, at me. Right, right. Uh, playing with the lights. Dogs. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you go. That's crazy. You go. Your and, landlord was here an hour ago, so. Yeah, but he can't. He doesn't control that electricity. <laughs> I pay that bill directly, uh, by the way. But but um, the, the dog is cool when you could go over there, pet him, play around with him a little bit, and then I'm like, cool. I don't got to walk them. You don't want to pick up shit. I don't got to pick up shit. I don't got to bathe them. I don't got to smell them. I hate the smell of dogs, man. Cats are kind of like, they don't care about you. They're self-contained. Yeah. Yeah. They go off and do their own thing. But then that can suck too because it's like you're taking care of this dude. They say that, but they're really not. You still got to clean up their shit. You're just stuck with their shit in your house. Yeah, I've never had a cat. I'm just yeah, first time like, dog owner. I have. I've had, I have yeah, cats like you. It's weird. You just let them shit in the open air of your house, and, See, then, the cat, and then you know every couple of days it, you scoop it up. And yeah, it's just not it the same though. Cats are really they really do. They think the thing is the cat that I had was so mean. Yeah, I've never encountered a cat like this. Like I remember taking them to like a pet place to they had to do something to them, and they were like. Yo, like you would think this cat was like abused or something. Mm-hmm. This cat would hiss at everybody, scratch you, bite you. And then when me and my ex um, finally broke up, she ended up getting a pit bull. And that cat bullies that pit bull, yeah. I think, probably to this day, unless they did. It's been a lot of right. years now. But yeah, that, that, that cat would like scratch other animals. Terrible. I do get the reaction... From the, this dog is always happy to see me when it hasn't seen me. If I leave the room and come back, it's happy. You know, she's happy to see me. You get the same thing with Wop. Yeah, he usually. I mean, he like follows me around. Gotcha. So like, if I leave the room, he'll like go wherever I am. It's a great thing about dogs. They're very loyal. Lots of enthusiasm for your existence. Yeah, it's great. Took it's a great a... way to like uh, cheer yourself up. You know? Yeah. It's hard to have a bad day when your dog's happy to see you. Like even if worst day ever, you come home and your dog's like super happy like trying to get your attention it's like eh, yeah so it's definitely me. been fun the, the first couple of weeks of uh of dog ownership taking her to the vet she walk and stuff like like how is she walking on a leash so we just took because my, my wife's like really rules oriented so the veterinarian's like look there's an uh, i guess there's some sort of outbreak in the dog world of something yeah, always some bullshit. yeah and they're like you can't because the dog doesn't have the shots for it and Hold we can, uh like 12 11 12 weeks still pretty young and she's like we can't i said i woke up this morning i said we got to take this dog for a walk because it needs it needs to get out of the house mm-hmm. it needs to burn burn off some energy so uh my wife's walking her and she's pulling and my wife's letting her play around i'm i'm walking her she pulls and i'm i'm making sure she doesn't go ahead of me yeah right i want to make so she's pulling so hard that you could hear her almost choking herself mm-hmm. you know so i'm like all right well this you're you're going to learn that you can't yeah. You shouldn't be pulling. Like I don't. I, I need to look up more on how to train her for walking. But I remember when I walked your dog, um, Wop would always just be like, I, I think I could have probably just handed him the leash mm-hmm. and he would have walked. Yeah, actually, he's actually better without a leash. Okay, like than he is with. Sometimes with a leash, he'll try to go just like a foot further than the leash goes. Right. Without a without a leash, he'll just follow you wherever. So what are what kind of tips do you have for me for? for- I don't really remember. It's just. Um, I think a big thing is like you should dictate the walk. Like, don't let the dog go where it wants to go. Right. That's one thing I've noticed since, um, since my lovely wife has started Nicolette. Yeah, since she started 
walking the dog more. The dog is, she lets him do whatever the fuck he wants. Sense of freedom. Yeah. So then gets he, away with anything. He gets with away mom. with anything with her. Yeah. 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 So uh, now sometimes when I walk, he'll just like stop and doesn't like if he wants Ooh. to go to he'll just like stop and i mean i'll make a move but he learned that from her him sort of bullying her around you know so don't let don't let the uh the woman dictate what the dog does or the dog dictate yeah either one all right he said there's a big not so big ufc happening tonight barely a ufc tonight it's not on fight island is it? it's not that's not a fight island. Think fight, you fighting tonight Tim? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh the main event is Jessica I versus some other girl. The big, the big news with that is she missed weight, and her big thing was you're, you know, like she went in on somebody for missing weight, and now she missed weight. So, yeah. But I don't even know who she. I have no idea who she's fighting. Do you? I mean, no, no, nobody does. Anybody this else like, on the card? Hey, uh, Hutter, hey, you don't know a person until they show you who they are. That's man. right. She might come out and knock out Jessica I, who I also don't really know. I, I don't know if I've ever seen her fight. She's got I'm an issue. Sure I know the name. I've heard the name a lot. It's just I don't know anything about yeah. it. Yeah. I probably saw her last week. Even like, like last week's uh, the main event last week should not have been a main event. It was a terrible main event. With, Which uh, what was the main event last Nunez week? Nunez versus the other chick. Oh, where she beat her up for five rounds? Yeah, that was not a main event. I mean even, it even shouldn't have been a main though, event, but it has the greatest woman. Right. Fighter. Even though Nun that's the thing, is like even though Nunez like the matchup wasn't main event worthy not at all okay that's but like, that's almost nunez's fault she's there's no way for her to fight uh, it's like yo it's just like you're too good fight a dude yeah i agree fight a dude because obviously this other chick is f fucking people up bro that, that, that she fucked up yeah. so in the ufc intergender world championship what weight division is she in does she just <laughs> listen well, first she's of not all, gonna beat a guy in the ufc but well, oh whoa how about we figure out a weight like a so what is she like 125 she goes from 25 to 45 i think all right so, say or, she, no, so let her so let her fight a let her fight a 25 er who is the 125 is there a 125er in the ufc is it there was a, it was benavidez was the champ, or not benavidez uh cejudo was the champion so, oh. so, <laughs> so we got to work our way backwards I mean, from cejudo he said he would be willing to do it no he, he did he challenged shevchenko <laughs> yeah, yeah i do remember <laughs> Remember that. that dude's the worst he's, he's, he might be the greatest the combat athlete of all time but he's the worst well i think it's fucking hilarious it, uh, definitely it, it's hilarious. great for, for the, uh, what about what about a handicap match the, what would the handicap match be like he's got a, you tie her his arm behind no, his back it's him and the, they, they, they drop him into the to the uh, octagon and it's him versus shevchenko and lioness at the same time he beats them both at the same time <laughs> come on um so I, don't, who, I don't think there's a. Is there a top ten, one thirty, or one twenty-five, or one thirty-five, or 135 she can beat? No, no, I don't think so. What about in Bellator? Maybe not. A, not a top ten. All right. What about in one championships? Definitely. Yeah. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think there's. They get a guy. I, I think I've only that. ever seen one intergender fight. And it was like this weird Brazilian. Uh, Rio Heroes. Rio Heroes yeah. inside of, it looked like a racquetball court. I thought it was at a gym. Might have been. There got to be a way to do this. There, you can look Fight up Island. Online. There's a. You could do it on Fight Island. No. <laughs> was this just no rules? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's in Abu Dhabi. They get to do whatever they want. Well, yeah, they do it in international waters. Well, yeah. Fight Island is basically Mortal Kombat. So according to what Kinda. Dana White said, it's ten, like a 10-mile compound, to like 10 square miles dedicated to, to UFC. That's and, wonderful. And if you go, this is in Dubai, Abu Dhabi. Oh, okay. Which Maybe I think Dubai. Remember, um, yeah. 
that I think it was Dubai where they were trying to build the uh, the, the man-made islands out in the ocean. I think that's Maybe it, it's on I one think of it's them. on one of those because I heard Yaz those things island. had never been. Uh, they like kind of stopped production on them. Like so they had I, built a bunch of these islands in the shape of. Will you ever see that? Mm-hmm. Like a palm tree. Oh, it was called the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the there world. Was one, yeah, 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 and it was just like, oh yeah, Puff Daddy's going to get Africa. This person's yeah, yeah, going to yeah. yeah, that's and crazy. then nobody, nobody ever got <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just fucking disintegrating into the Yo, ocean. I now. forgot about that. Everybody Some British do know it's Africa right now. So, yeah, colonialism. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you guys look at me. Just, just a gaze. Uh, so yeah, so Fight Island. You if you go, supposedly if you go to Fight Island, you have to be quarantined there for two weeks after the fight, or ten days or something like that. And, and then, after the fight, yeah, or whatever. There's a there's a ten day period that you have to be there where you can't leave. And That's they, stupid. Why can't you just be quarantined before you get there? I mean, I mean, get there, be quarantined, and then fight. Where knows, would this? They they might be taking care. Like whoever goes. So say if you know Tim had been talented enough to fight in the UFC, we could be going to Yaz Island. <laughs> And uh, we'd have to have a two-week vacation post the fight to hang out there. Which is I'd other... hang out in Dubai for two weeks. That'd be kind it's of Yaz cool. Island, not Dubai. What's Yaz Island? Yeah, I don't know. So they're basically like saying, you're saying it ain't going to be shit there. Oh. Yeah, some hotels, beaches. Yeah, and... there's nothing. Yeah. I think that's about all Probably there is Probably people in getting too. into more fights. Like in Dubai, you're not going there to like experience the the culture of Dubai. You go there to experience the crazy, luxurious hotels. Yeah, but they're not you know? going to have this, God. They're going to be... Get, listen, they got to have people bunkered there, right? They need a bunch of people there. Nah, it's going to be some luxurious thing. They're going to have these fucking... All the cameramen got to live there. All yeah. these motherfuckers. Yeah, right? I'm talking about the dudes that build the... Everybody's got to be in this bitch. Where they've been... They've been doing it in Florida, right? They have been doing it Why don't it they just Florida? keep doing it there? Who knows? Oh, because the international fighters can't come. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so right. the international fighters can go oh, to... Yeah. And yeah, this is a no rules. They're about to take this to the next level. I, I and love it. The rumor is Gaethje versus Khabib on Fight Island. I mean, I would love to see it. Yes. Hold on. What, if they do, hold on. If they mix the genders, what yes. about if they go with like a thicker glove? Doesn't matter what you do. It's over. The guy is going to kill the girl. Yeah. I mean, like there's, how, so I kind of understand Nune, that just from the jujitsu standpoint. I'm saying just the. In a full real fight, Nunez. Cannot beat anybody in the top ten in the UFC male fighter. She can. She would fuck up a lot of guys. A lot top of guys 10, bigger top than ten her. fighters. Not top. No, I'm saying like if she fought guys off the street, like you put her against. No, no, no. I'm, uh, right, no. but top ten fighter, absolutely not. I do not think so. Guys off the yeah, guys off the street. You but see, then, when, see, people uh, don't people really underestimate the strength of a man compared to a yeah. woman, even if it is somebody like. Nunez, when you grab a woman's wrist, what where they can go mm-hmm. is just I don't give a fuck. And I can guarantee you, if you grab Nunez's wrist, you'd be like, holy shit, this girl's strong. But N- yeah, no, it's like but, if you grab Henry Cejudo's wrist and he fucking throws you across the room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. They did it with um Serena Williams. She I think she She played Andy Kaufman? No, she played she like lost to like the four hundredth ranked man in college or something like that. I think it was Serena Williams. But she's the, the best woman, like, was not as, was not able to compete with, like, the 300. Did she actually like, play again? Because I, I know this so. was maybe, the argument. Yeah, it was either she, she so, admitted Somebody it. said that she couldn't beat, and I think I it's think the, she said it, too. I think she was like, I, I couldn't compete with them. I don't, yeah. So it's kind of like being your friend, the guy that, uh, the uh, strongest guy in America, mm-hmm. even though, yeah, even though he might have came in white belt, he could, he's so ridiculously strong. Right. That he could perform above 
you know, to a certain to a certain degree, yeah. like at a, at a point that and goes away. Yeah. There's a lot of women that are stronger than a lot of men, but like if you put them, a female strong man versus a man strong man, the weights are just not yeah. the same. There's no. Couldn't you just say strong man? Strong person, rather than strong a person. man, strong man, isn't it just strong man? A female strong person versus a male strong person. <laughs> <laughs> it's all very confusing. In it? strong person competition. All right. all right. So men of equal size will be stronger. In general. I've seen some women. There's some heavy-handed chicks that could, that could punch hard. I keep it real. I don't doubt it. I keep it. No, I'm keeping yeah. it 100. But my girl's got a crazy punch, bro. I swear, I'm I not bet, exaggerating. I bet you punch hard. I, I'm talking about it's weird, and she can't play around. So, like, when she plays around with me or Christian, like, he'll end up crying. She doesn't have uh, <laughs> fine. She doesn't have fine motor control. She only has gross motor control. It, it's just, it's just like such a thudding. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. And I've seen like big girls, you know, like big Jones. Smack people, knock them out, kind of like that. You know, there's a dude slap for cash. Have yes. you heard of him? Wait, the the Russian guy? No, there's this white dude with, a, with like a little beard. You never saw the video of the dude smacking yeah, like an emo. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, a Russian yeah. guy. He's, he's, a, oh, that he's like a Russian yeah. farmer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it might be him. There's a page called Smack for Cash. It might be a different guy though. They're both the same kind of heavy set, uh-huh. and he pays people to smack them. Oh. Oh. Like it's a it's a IG account and no, it's big it as hell. And when he smacks people, I mean it's he so brutal though. It's like he'll smack Marco and then Marco's head bounces off this wall mm-hmm. and he looks dead. Yeah, it's like when he smacked that emo kid. War, no, because that kid still was standing up. <laughs> so he's got a hell of a He actually did a that guy did a slap boxing match with Zulu's Zulazino. Really? Yeah. Who won? It was it was a draw. Because I think they go I think they go three for three or four for four. Okay. They each get. Like, I think back, that dude, the big Russian guy you're talking about, recently lost. He has lost. I've yeah. seen him. I've seen him get wobbled, yeah. which is crazy because normally you see him get hit and it. He doesn't like. Nothing. He didn't even move. Yeah. yeah, but there is a guy that wobbled him. Um, but yeah, he went against Zuluzino, and uh, it was just three for three. They went back and forth, and then they shook hands. It was over. Who's Zulu? He's a he's a local so, guy. No, Zulu, no, no, no. Zulu was he was this guy that got famous for fighting Hicks and Gracie back in like the. It was in like 1980 or something. Something, early, early days. Oh, wow. So he fought like Hickson for like 20 minutes and then Hickson choked him. And he was like a tough Brazilian fighter at Supposedly the time. Supposedly undefeated. Like they claimed that he was undefeated. and Like Bruce Lee. But he has a son who's like this 400 pound Makes monster. his father look small. Fought Fedor in Pride, got smashed in like 30 yeah, seconds. 30 right? seconds. But he, uh, you know, he's had a couple of MMA fights in Pride and he's just a, he's a, he's a he monster. He was working son. off of his dad's reputation. Yeah. Mm. So he did the slap, slap match against this Russian. Speaking of monstrous big human beings did either of you catch ronnie coleman on the joe rogan experience not yet i didn't i love ronnie coleman he's, he's my n- currently my new favorite world champion former in police officer ronnie coleman yeah retired police officer he's amazing i <laughs> joe rogan asked him a question he said when did you start taking bodybuilding seriously he said after i won my first mr olympia mm-hmm. he said he didn't take bodybuilding seriously what? till after he became the world's he won the world championship of bodybuilding the first time. Uh, that's what he said. I, I know, but propaganda. A, yeah, it's a, ah. that's a bit of because I've heard him in other things talking about how he was considering quitting because he kept, uh, you know, losing these shows that he thought he would have won. He he cared. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, just the, the question was asked. I have to listen the way, to it, the way he but, answered um, it. He seems like the most laid back, 
just genuinely nicest dude. Like you just want to call him. I saw that's my uncle Ronnie. There's a, there's a, um, I think there's a documentary about him on Netflix, and they talk about it because like he has like a thick Southern accent. He sounds like a dumb guy when he talks. Like like no, I've heard and just I'm, like if you just heard his voice, you'd be like, oh, this guy. Southern guys sometimes come, you know, like the the uh, uh, who's the dude that sells the propane. Uh, it's a it's a cartoon. Hank, huh? Hank Hill. Hank Hill. You know those dudes oh, on that yeah. show. You're like you start hearing them talk. You're like, oh, these guys are dumb. Like for whatever reason, you go for me anyway. I'm like, but he's a super like, sharp business guy. And by the way, that's a, a East Coast about three or four states opinion what? thing. When we hear their voices yeah, 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 and yeah. think that they sound like that, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just that's our small little part of the mm-hmm. world. Because if you think about it, most of America actually sounds more like that. I would say the South is pretty strong. Once but you get to think Florida. about it, you get to St. Louis, Virginia. Shit. There's no real accent in Virginia, depending on where you are in Virginia. Yeah, because I was about to say, bro, it's definitely some motherfuckers down there. If you there. go out like, to Ohio, it's like that's the, that's the accent they want every actor to have. You know what? Like, the, no uh, there's a universal accent, the white trash accent. It's got to be a white trash accent. Mm-hmm. Huh? It's got to start with white. The universal accent. Yeah. Which like, one is that? How's uh, it go? It sounds sort of like a Hank Hill. So it's it's almost Southern, but like you'll hear it from in like guys in Pennsylvania. Like get these black people off my farm. That's a little too Southern. Or it's too much. It's it's slightly. It's like us. I can't really do it because I'm not white trash. But <laughs> my mother has an interesting way of calling people white trash. She calls them trash white. Thought that was pretty funny. Huh? Yeah. She's like you're acting trash white. I like that. Yeah. That's she says nice. it to my brother when he's walking around her house with no shirt on. <laughs> what you're, you're acting trash white so i like it yeah that's the new thing i want to use that yeah you're trash white yeah because huh. it's still sort of elitist yes yes yeah, nice. you're garbage and you're white yeah i like that um, <laughs> yeah ronnie coleman uh he's i still think he's like the biggest guy that's ever won mr olympia like if you look at him compared to anybody that's ever done it is he bigger than jay cutler did J- jay cutler yeah. won it did Jake he beat Cutler, him or did he win it after I he think retired? he beat him. Yeah. But still, like, if you look at pictures of Ronnie Cole, there's like, it's not even human what he looks like. So I think he won it seven, eight years in a row. I don't know. Some, some crazy, some crazy number. And he was saying that at one point he's 0.3% body. He said 0.33% body yeah. fat. That's a third of a percent. Like that's, how's that even, again. I don't know if it is possible. Right. You know, I think there's a, you know, there's a lot of bro science that goes into bodybuilding. So it's like, there's a lot of weird stuff that goes around. Yeah. But there's a lot of actual science in body, like gauging body composition. Mm, Yeah. But there's also, there's a lot of like, so the skin calipers gives you different than like weighing yourself in the water. Right. There's like, there's maybe he got that on that scale. You can get on a scale that pretends to show you what your body fat (laughs) percentage is, but it just does it. Cause I did got on one of those scales. And the body fat percentage would change based on the information you put into it. So if I said I was sedentary and I put my height, weight, and then got on the scale, it would say I was like 10%. And then if I put that I was an athlete, it would put me at like 8%. That's like interesting. Because the scales don't really measure your body fat. They do a calculation. To, like a, like a, it sends a, it's supposed to send a signal That's through. That's what they say. Right? And that But they just do it the, based off what the information you put into it. It's like if you're athletic, you're lower. If you're not, you're higher. Um. Well, yeah, so Ronnie Coleman's super interesting. Like you said, I, I never thought he was dumb. I just thought he was, I, if I would have thought he was dumb, it's just because he's a bodybuilder, not because of uh, his accent. But uh, he just comes off as a super genuine 
nice guy and almost crippled now just about i think he said he can't walk more than 25 feet without being in crazy pain 13 surgeries all on his back see videos of him squatting like 800 pounds for a couple reps crazy yeah he said that i guess in typical bodybuilding most bodybuilders don't lift crazy heavy Mm -hmm. he was one of the few that did and was able to be successful and and, uh, i think they asked at one point why he's like well because i could yeah. And I lifted heavy because I couldn't. And he was a power lifter in high school. He said he you never see pictures of him when he was like in high school. He's not that far off from what he was when he was a bodybuilder. It's crazy to see what he looked like. So because he, he said he didn't use steroids until he was like well into bodybuilding. I'm very open about his steroid use. There's actually a video you can find online of him just doing an interview telling a guy they have his face blurred out, but you can hear through his voice. And you can right. see his body that yeah. it's him. And uh, he's just saying like what he uses and stuff like that. And Rogan asked him, he said, yeah, you know, just DECA, testosterone. I don't know if they got into any growth hormone, but he was saying that the judges, the judging in Mr. Olympia, like, talked to him and said, look, you're getting too big. Mm-hmm. Tone, tone it back. And Rogan asked him, he's like, why, you know, like, everybody got bigger and bigger. He's like, were you trying to keep up? He goes, no, I got bigger. So the people behind people me were trying to, you know, like, I was leading the pack. Yeah, he was so insane looking yeah R- rogan said he's he looked, i heard in that interview where he's talking about his steroid use he was talking about how he almost died from taking insulin a couple times oh really yeah yeah super super interesting and i watched the epstein documentary on Netflix. I read this christ so i read that book it is that that documentary is based on the book by james patterson i hope the book's better because i thought the the documentary was awful uh what do you mean the four-part documentary on netflix i just didn't think it was very well done oh you just mean it was what was it boring I, so I wanted to find out more about the inner workings of Epstein, right? And who I think he was. The whole problem is they don't know because yeah, dead. The, well, so, then, don't, yeah, don't put it out. No, nah, because yeah, the whole no. thing is he's a fucking scam artist. He fucking scammed his way to his fortune, and then he figured out a way to make a scam to fuck underage girls. See, I I think his thing was that he was. I don't think he was a scam scam artist. Exactly. I think he had a lot of dirt on a lot of people, and that's how he made his money. Well, because they scammed together. And then he had dirt on people from the sex part. From the sex part, Because yeah, yeah. he uh, he definitely, I mean, the guys are on there saying, we were scamming together. Like, yeah, one, uh, of the, yeah. one of the guys that oh, he they worked said with. They, he, he's like, yeah, we were running a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, said. big time. So and, he was great with numbers. He was really official. He could have just did it. The, well, he wasn't going to make what he made. Right. And then he, they said he was a genius with those fucking numbers. Mm-hmm. And he uh, had some sort of sexual, sounds like he had some sort of sexual relationship with the guy that owned Victoria's Secret. And, a sexual uh, relationship with yeah. yeah, that part right there was kind of weird too. Yeah. They, you know, because. The guy gave him power of attorney over like a bunch of stuff and made a bunch of money off of him. Yeah, so he it, was like one That would have been dudes. more interesting, but they, they, and not that this is anything to be poo-pooed or anything, but they really got into the, the, uh, the victims and their story, which is fine but to me the more interesting documentary is in who is jeffrey epstein that's you know yeah, like that, that the problem is nobody knows he's so somebody has to know yeah his uh his assistant no just, yeah the, the girl, girl that was feeding the, the girl to him she's in hiding right now she was feeding the women yeah like that's a wild thing though because when you watch any documentary michael jackson r kelly they all have that um that vetting process for their for their victims, right? And they kind of look for their weakness in there. Like, oh, what kind of household you come from? Like, they act interested. And once they find a weakness or something that they can exploit, like, oh, I've got a little brother who really, really wants to be a boxer. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, man, yeah, I know what to do. 
I can get your brother know, at Floyd Don Mayweather. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Did and you guys see the the Michael Jackson documentary? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't even listen to Michael Jackson music anymore because it, of it. it fucked it up. Bro, because the shit it's not that many things that a person could say they they manipulated. No, he did that shit. You feel what I'm saying? He did that shit, and so did this Epstein motherfucker. <laughs> they both was doing that shit, and it's so many similarities to how they put it together. The only difference is this dude's so fucking weird that he used almost like a real business structure to put his shit together. That yeah. was the part with him, bro. Yeah, so Michael Jackson was just a pervert. The issue yeah. I have with the Michael with the Michael Jackson document, not the documentary itself, but they really let the parents off the hook in that one. Like they don't, they need. You the, think so? I thought so. I think in the, in the Michael Jackson one, I think so. I thought they made the parents look like complete dickheads. I, but they, they didn't. They didn't. So they let they leave it up to us to see clearly because we all see clearly yes. that these are terrible parents. Like if a if a rich guy says, "Hey, I want to take your kid and he's going to come sleep," so in my somebody bedroom. said to me, oh, "Well, just you who." Uh, I don't. Somebody famous says, "Hey Marco, you know Amelie wants Khabib, to be could be Nurmagomedov. Yeah, yeah. Like you just let her come and chill at my house, and I'll make her the best gamer in the world. And she, can, but she'll be all right. She'll have her own room. But you guys can't come over. <laughs> Fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Get the hell. Yeah. No, that yeah. see, see something, something like that is a fight. You feel what I'm saying? It's not even like. Who the fuck are you talking to? Asking me some stupid shit like hey, did that. You, right. Did you guys watch Abducted in Plain Sight? So, yes. uh, so you, you. That's the most outrageous version of that <laughs> he literally told this motherfucker my doctor said that i need to lay in the bed with your daughter yes what the f but you that but, but at what point did did you say to yourself oh her dad's gay as soon as he opened his mouth yes. i mean when he said yo no no <laughs> listen let me let me tell you something let me tell you something let me tell you something when i sat in my crib and i watched that movie <laughs> i literally had my mouth open, pause. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck am I watching? When he said, you know, he was in the car with me, and then he said, you he, know, I really need to relieve myself. Yeah. I really need to relieve myself. <laughs> and he asked me to relieve him because he really needed it. So I jerked him off. Yeah. I said, right, right, yeah. I thought this was going a different way, like yeah, he was yeah. going to punch him or like something else. That whole movie, like that... That guy molested the entire family. He fucked everybody. Yeah. Right, because he fucked up the All to get to the daughter though. This is yes. the crazy part. That, he put so much work in <laughs> he put so much work in on the mom. Yeah. The mom looked like she's she still was, in love with him. Right. When she spoke about him, she almost like you could tell she was getting excited. Yeah. Like, ooh. Yeah, man. I mean, it's painful to see like beautiful white people fall like that, right? <laughs> you know, these Midwestern, just, you know, salt of the earth Christians that these things aren't supposed to listen, happen God, to them. Listen, God, listen, God. The, the little kids that don't. These things aren't supposed to happen to them. I think uh, bad things happen to everybody. What? What? World bad do you, things don't what, happen to the people that, that's this bad. They're dumb. Oh, for sure. This but little kid world, is dumb. What, what world do you live in where uh, white people are immune to bad things happening to them? Not immune, but just you know, happen to not have these a lot of doesn't these happen. What about the Catholic Church? Oh, we don't want to bring that up. Yeah. Well, we don't. That's how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but in all seriousness, it was I much like you. I was like, "What the hell? How did these parents just let with the Michael Jackson thing? They were so th those are okay. parents that are just want to be famous or want their kid to be famous. It's different, and, right? Can we well, count it different? No, no, no. But it's it's different. But it still falls in the bucket of bad parenting, right? If we were to you say, could almost understand 
I mean, that, maybe not understand. Go ahead. Go ahead. A person being so starstruck that Michael Jackson wants to hang out. Right. That they're attaching themselves to a celebrity. Because, like, right now, Michael Jackson, to me, is, like, whatever. And I was never a huge he's still Michael dead, Jackson right? Fan. But <laughs> okay. at the time, he's the biggest celebrity in the world for, for a certain amount of yeah. time, you know? Yeah, so. and, and no, no. And probably the biggest motherfucker in the world, period. Besides yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally. For a certain Like, that's time, a yeah. crazy fucking idea that... A kid right now that's five years old, for whatever reason, they still know who this motherfucker yeah. is. It's like he's alive, bro. Yeah. You, a five-year-old is, oh, Michael Jackson. They know what so you're, you're making a point. What's the difference between the parents? What, and what he was saying, because this guy is so big and he, um, he, he goes through so many generations. It's like my mom grew up, Michael Jackson was on the TV, yeah. like, like when he was a little kid, right? So Michael Jackson was their hero. And now their kid emulates Michael because he went after kids that wanted to be on TV mm -hmm. or that were fans of him and danced like him and right. shit like yeah. that, like Wade Robson. Not to be confused with Devin Wade Robinson. <laughs> Let's make sure. <laughs> Wade Robson. Um, you know, and he found these bonds with these parents and parents. Like the one house he was chilling at, he used to sneak and be in a regular neighborhood, in a regular town, in their, in their room playing Sega Genesis like... They have all these pictures of him chilling there, so the woman felt like she could say Michael Jackson is like her son. Yeah, like the pride that she felt in being able to be right. Like, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you know how faulty your parenting mind has to be to allow mm -hmm. an adult to be yeah. friends with your child? Yeah, you know, but people like, do it every day with pe preachers and pastors, and that's why they do it because they put people exalt them on a on platform so high and say. Well, this dude's a preacher. I can leave him alone with my kid. Yeah, yeah. Catholic again, back to the Catholic priests. Right? Michael like the, Jackson is more than a preacher to them. Yeah. He's yeah. actually the closest he's, to he's Jesus. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it like that's the crazy part is the abducted in plain sight guy. He's just like an insurance salesman. He's a regular <laughs> dude. So how do you get how how are you so mentally weak that you get woven into this web of his bullshit so these people were definitely mentally weak no, they were he stupid had, he as had fuck that, he had pimp talk and but he, he knew yes. he knew what to no, do but, but pimps he, pimps don't you don't get strong-minded individuals to become prostitutes as a pimp right you so get, but these you parents get mentally weak people so these parents weren't mentally strong right uh, right pimps are amazing i know and um and hitler hitler's amazing I, I Wait, disagree. go ahead. I tried to walk you into yeah, a corner. Yeah, yeah. I tried a to walk you into the corner. <laughs> next, time, next time, say David Duke. All right. Okay. <laughs> no, David Duke's not amazing. <laughs> David Duke wasn't amazing. No, but I'm just saying the ability to be able to um to enter people's minds, mm -hmm. read people, and control people's thoughts of themselves. I've seen it so much in the music industry by people you've never heard of behind the scenes people that can take a woman that is beyond talented, crazy face, crazy body. And when they meet them, they know how to break them down so bad that they feel like they need to just like, ah, uh, yeah, your voice is pretty good. And, and we could get you in a gym or something. And maybe yeah. we'll be able to do something with your mute. And I'll watch a dude do that. And I'm like, I see this motherfucker. It's like those, da at, those yeah. dating guys that do that stuff too. What do they call well, it? It's just, it's just a, it's a, what humans react to. I've seen it. Like when I worked at the strip club, I would see it. I would see the way like the managers would talk to girls that would come in and audition. Same, same, same exact thing. would be like, uh, you got to wear one piece. 
you gotta do something about that stomach like just stuff like that you know it, what I mean? it fucks their head up so bad i knew a dude that owned a uh like a kind of bullshit modeling agency but they did their mm-hmm. thing made money and stuff like that and they would be like the guys that would put girls in the club that would be dancing on the light lit up squares and shit and that's how he was and this dude was like a fat black dude not attractive and coming from that person when this chick comes out is some whether they was exotic girl white girl body and shape everything and he would just be like yeah we'll see um we're looking at a few different people uh uh Man, we looking for somebody with some bigger breasts and, you know, whatever. You could work on that gut a little bit. But he has in his <laughs> mind, when she's not there, he's like, oh, man, she's hot as fuck. Like, yeah. we're definitely getting her. But he broke them down to now they're coming to him like, L, is this okay? Or L, is well, this right. right? Especially because she's like, like in that, she's always been told how hot she is, how well she dances, yep. how her body is the is a 10 out of 10 and that kind of thing. And that's what L.A. does to people, by the way. That whoever's the hottest chick here, right? When you go to L.A., there's every chick that ever wanted to be a model all there, and you're getting... T- Imagine you you walk into a place, there's a thousand girls that look like you, right. and you're going for an audition, and they see you for two seconds, and Vegas they're like, next. Is, Vegas is the same way. I believe it. Yeah, I mean, you can't, but it's also um, the people that go to L.A. are going for, and not just L.A., but it's like you can't... You can't trick someone that's not trying to be uh, that doesn't have a weakness. You know what I mean? The people we're talking about are easy. Are they're very good at like spotting a weakness in something? This guy, mm-hmm. this person wants to be famous, mm-hmm. so they know what to exactly what to dangle in front of them right. to get them to do what they want. But and that if same pimp will make your mom think he's the coolest dude in the world. She won't. Right. She won't do those things. But it'll be like, oh, I know drug dealers to do mm-hmm. it. I I remember my mom, one of my friends, who's He's not even really my friend no more, but a killer, right? For sure. Um, drug dealer, ex-drug dealer. My mom reti- could not. He retired from the business? He's kind of just washed up. When people get older and these young kids come out, they, they don't give a fuck about you no more. Whatever you do. They're like, you killed somebody four years ago. You're, you're, that's you're a tough, old, that's uh, old news. It's a tough thing to keep up on. Yeah. yeah no, no, literally. People. These kids are like, fuck out of here. But my mom couldn't see that because he was so like hey miss robinson you need help with the groceries like he had a way of manipulating people so where there was two different versions of him people that knew him is like oh he's a killer we know what he does and then there was the people that was just like he's so responsible eddie haskell i don't i wouldn't know nothing about that but eddie haskell was a scumbag well, drug dealers are usually not. But right, when but he, would, went, like, but when he the, would walk into the house, he was like the right. su- sweet And that, those are the people you should be more suspicious of. Yeah. Is the people but like these seen. are the people that will befriend you, everything be good, and then it's a setup. One day you walk in the house and they're they're killing you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Sociopath type shit. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, Epstein, the thing with the value, you know, on, on people. This dude is a fucking billionaire. He's paying girls two hundred dollars, two hundred bucks. So he had a sexual Ponzi scheme going on. So he'd get a girl, give him a massage, whatever he would get away with sexually, and then tell her, "If you get me a friend to come over and do it, I'll give you two hundred bucks." So for every friend, so that's where they said that this, the network was that wide. And it goes off of what Tim said. Tim's how you said he can't get everybody to do it. Some of the girls that Marco's talking about, they wouldn't do the sexual mm-hmm. stuff. 
but he was able to convince them to get other girls, girls to do it. Yeah. It's like, okay, you don't have to do that. But how about this? For every girl you find me that'll do it, yeah. I give you 200 bucks. It's like uh, it's multi-level marketing. Yeah, Ponzi scheme. Yeah. It's um but also like so he's investing $200 to get like a hand job from one of these girls. Uh, but then once he gets them to do it, then they're in the they're in the business and then he can pimp them out for thousands of dollars to the rich guys at the parties. Yo. You know what I mean? It's just a uh, brilliant yeah or 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 he doesn't even have to do that what he's doing is he's delivering them to them for free mm -hmm. so that he has the the dirt on the him. dirt on them so i think they said there was cameras everywhere that was the mind-blowing part if you guys like if you guys like the epstein stuff you should look i didn't in. i didn't like the epstein i don't want to want to know more about if him if you want to learn like a more interesting yes. story look look into the franklin cover-up what's that it was a so there was a, a guy named Lawrence King. Is that the, is that the seven Nebraska. habits of highly effective people? No, no, no. This was the um, that's Franklin a, Covey. Similar sort of pedophile ring happened in like the maybe the nineties. Okay. Um, but there was a guy Lawrence King in Nebraska who was doing the same thing except with like younger boys all over the country into Washington D.C. High level politicians were all he's running a blackmailing business. Um, bunch of bunch of the witnesses and victims ended up there's like 30 people committed suicide that were wow. involved in the investigation it's a crazy crazy story um what's it called it's called the franklin cover-up okay because it was involved in the franklin credit union that this guy was the head of and he was able to feed he was, he was taking boys from boys town in nebraska oh okay all right and this shipping them familiar. all across the country pimping them out mm -hmm. wow yeah, it's it's a crazy, but boys crazy town, story. The kids are get sent there when they're kind of bad kids. Uh, they're or bad. like like orphans and bad kids, like okay. troubled kids. And he that's the thing is they, they would take these troubled kids because once you know if you're a kid that's been in trouble with the law, you're already like a liar and a stealer and, and it's the shit like that. Right. When you say, "Oh, this," uh, the president tried to touch me. Who's like, gonna listen? Who's to gonna that? listen to that kid? You know what I mean? Um, but if you like the Epstein stuff, you should look up the Franklin cover up. It's a little bit darker. Sounds like not it. as a. I mean, it's all not dark. not as fun as the Epstein. Well, yeah. so, <laughs> so, wait, 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 right? But so inherently, why is it darker? Because it's boys, is and, that, they're, and they're younger. Okay, like younger boys, like yeah, I, like, I agree. That makes it darker, and and they're also they're talking about like sadistic stuff going on. Oh, really? Like, like, like burning them with cigarettes and oof. murder and stuff. Like just it's a lot darker than what we know so far about the Epstein stuff. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's kind of nutty. Yeah. It's crazy because, like, that's how you know a dude is sick. When you got that much bread, he could really bag whatever he wants. But that's, that's what he wants. That's yeah. what he wants. And he's back. He, he likes the so whole wait, scenario because so he's a he massage can, guy. He like, can bag whatever he wants. And he is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, you would think, like, I would be like, all right, that's, that's not what I want. Hold on. But we left out a part. Go ahead. A major part like a lot of killers either like serial killers and shit they kind of like get tired of what they're doing and it escalates because escalate, in the yeah. beginning it seemed like all he was doing was like setting the bait like do a massage then at some point he's gonna flip over and see if you're gonna jerk him mm -hmm. but then he got into full-blown rapes where he was like holding chicks down forcefully raping yeah, I, haven't, I gotta watch this yeah I, I was unimpressed with it to be honest with you because i was hoping to get more into like people coming out and saying this is who Jeffrey Epstein is. Yeah, they and could listen. He was taking him. What he was doing was he was flying him to his own private island, 
that's where he was getting aggressive with the like mm. forcefully raping them. And then it was like, where maybe could they go? Maybe that's Fight Island now. No, no, maybe no, no, no it's Boston. not Fuck Island. But I think that was a, I think his, he had a place like, I don't know, he had a bunch of places, but dude. Listen, Donald Trump was his homie and so was Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton's nah, Donald, Trump, Donald Trump denounced him, I believe. Distanced himself. He said, yeah, he I did. haven't been friends with him in 15 years. He, he, he played that off real smooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. P- man, pimps, no pimps. Pimpin ain't, Bill. Pimp, pimpin' ain't easy. It gets real dark when they get into the whole, you ever heard of like Pizzagate and shit? Ping pong pizza? Don't, don't get me started on Pizzagate. <laughs> all right. We yeah. That's all. I mean, that's that's all. Is that that Franklin cover up? It's, it's all connected. Mm. The, Inter- all these, yeah. Interconnected. Yeah. So you think they're all sick? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the the conspiracy. Those are my favorite conspiracy theories. That the the people that run the country are sadistic, Satan, Satan worshiping, cannibalistic pedophiles. That's my favorite. Conspiracy They're your favorite, theory. but do you believe it? Yes, hundred percent. So Donald Trump is a sadistic- no, no. He's, oh. he's he denounced it. He's he's from outside. Ah, he's not that's part you, of the swamp. That's what guys like you don't understand. No, no, no. He wanted to get he wanted to get down with the crew. He wanted to get down with the kings. Yes, he did. Oh, it's, nice. it's clear. Yeah, it's right. it's fairly see. clear what Donald Trump likes. What's he like? If you look at all the women that he's been involved with. His daughter? No. Well, I mean, women that Zing. look like his daughter. Zing. Like blonde haired, pretty stereotypical, like kind of bimboish women. Mm. You know? He I don't I don't think Donald Trump's into kids or anything like that. I think he's just into like a standard basic Barbie. Yeah. That's, that's like, <laughs> he's very superficial surface. You know what I mean? That's what he's into. That's our president. Yeah. Hey, your president, not, not, not my president. Oh no, you're, den- you're denouncing Donald Trump. <laughs> you know what? That's, uh, right no. here and now. I renounce. Renounce. Denounce. Renounce. Unnounce. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I don't have much material for today's show, but I was driving. As to opposed th- to. <laughs> yeah. All the, how I drive every single episode. <laughs> I was driving here. So I live in South Philly. There is a park near my house called Marconi Plaza. In the park, there is a statue of Christopher Columbus. They decapitated it? No. But there's, last night we're coming, I'm coming home. I'm like, what the hell are all these cops doing here? I'm like, oh shit, that's a Christopher Columbus. I, you know, I was just never, never put two and two together. Then today, I see all the neighborhood folk surrounding Surrounding Christopher Columbus. Protecting it? No. Or taking Pro- it down? No, no, no. Protecting it. Yeah. They're, oh, they're, for real? Yeah, yeah. They're there to kind of make sure that nothing happens. Hold to on. Them. Hold on. Neighborhood folks. Say what this is. Neighborhood folk? South yeah, Philly. Not my neighborhood. Okay. People Italian, from, Italians. Yeah, it's Italian neighborhood. Yeah. Well, it is. I mean, it's... it's. Yeah, there's a lot of... Bo- like, look, you look back in history at pretty much any figure that we celebrate, and they've done some bad shit. Right. Yeah. Which, you know? well, what, are, what do they have in common? Every, I mean, name one. You name them. What do you mean? <laughs> name them. What? Who got yeah. statues and shit? Conquerors, leaders, people. So like people okay. that, that founded the country. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, cut their fucking head off, then. Why? Cut them off. Why? Put, what? What do you mean? Why? Why would you? You think people want to ride down a fucking street and look at a statue of a motherfucker that they know enslaved people or killed a bunch of motherfuckers? Is is easy to is the, the, fuck no 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 so that's that's one aspect of what happened, but it's also like what led you to this point. Like that you can yeah, look but at, that's when people think that you're happy to be in this point. I'm in the point, so yeah, cool. It's just like I'm happy to be from Camden, New Jersey because I'm from Camden, New Jersey. But 
if if my life was different and I was raised in fucking but you're, uh, you're looking at you, you can't really that's the state it's just how things are people when they when when people are coming to conquer a land uh-huh the people there aren't going to let you conquer them if you want it you got to take it right the people that were there before took it from somebody else like cool. it, that's just the the way things go right so because of that now we're here today right mm-hmm. and the people is like well guess what we don't want that fucking statue there. So, no, so, so, they so, do want it there. Oh, no, 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 no. The, the people, people that live there no, do want it right. there. Right. But then there's the people that's like, we don't want that motherfucker there, right? So, what's going to happen is people are going to try to figure out how they could fucking take that statue down. And by the looks of, uh, oh, you, you believe it was cool when motherfuckers came and just took land from people, we will get that motherfucking joint blown up, whether you standing next to it or not. Right. But look, look so, so the, same way, the same way it got put up is the same way it can get taken down. Right, and I don't mean somebody didn't put it up there illegally or destroy it or you know destroy something and put it up. They you know they, however statues get put up in different different parts of the city is the same way statues can get taken down. Much like the example of uh, the Frank Rizzo statue. Right, right. Nobody tore it down. They defaced it, but then the city decided. All right, you know what? They defaced it. But it was defaced, but it wasn't torn down. The city decided. Hey, you know what? The powers that be decided we're going to take this down. Because we think the people want it, you know, and this is the this is the right thing to do, and I think that's the that's the course of action to kind of make sure that we live in a, a a safe, right and just society that your voice should be heard, right? But we can't always just take the action to to tear a statue down, right? It's like all right, well, we'll get the statue torn down if enough people want it torn down. But what I would imagine Italian people love Christopher Columbus. I guess, yeah. You know, so. Why should if they want the statue in their neighborhood? Why not? Like, what's what's wrong with it? It's, nah. it's a, to them, it's a representation of Italian greatness, not not killing Indian people. To be able, but then they're just picking and choosing. No, nah, but not. you got to remember, like most of the people that know the history of Christopher Columbus don't know the history of Christopher Columbus. They know what they're what, that's what, what that's they're, also true. Th- so they're defending what they believe in. Even no. though they, to them, it's nah. an Italian discovered America. So like, it's like Italians nah. are the, they're the same motherfuckers that don't want to give up listening to Michael Jackson. Guess what? I'm black. <laughs> Michael Jackson's the fucking greatest performer of all time. And even me being black and knowing that he's probably rose up to be the most famous motherfucker on earth and he's black. Fuck him. I can say, no, the motherfucker rapes kids. So fuck him, regardless of how good he sing, how good he dance, how big he is, how dope his video right, but you was. Had, you had the veil taken away. You fi- you figured that out. A lot of these folks, the neighborhood people that are there, mm-hmm. don't know or what, realize to the extent that Christopher Columbus did or whatever he did or didn't do. What exactly did he do? I, that I don't Columbus. know. I, I mean, I, honestly, I don't know his history either. His whole squad, the whole gang, everybody involved in that mm-hmm. motherfucker. Uh-huh raped and pillaged people and took their land it's very very blanket and easy to 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 see this right so that motherfucker replace him with somebody else y'all got another local hero i'm sure y'all got some italian motherfuckers that did some dope shit he's right across marconi's right across the guy that helped invent the radio tesla no that's electricity (laughs) i think he invented the radio too listen Put, I don't give a fuck if they put somebody that a, a, a great fashion line. You put that motherfucker up there. Fuck that guy. Nah, but I don't think you can uh, understate the importance of Christopher Columbus. I get. I, listen, I get it. Hitler did dope shit too. If you want to count it like that. No, he didn't. 
No, if you say it, though, if you're saying this person was this great figure that was able to do something, Hitler's the closest motherfucker ever to taking over the world. For real, for real. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I don't think he he really didn't come that close. I to mean, uh, who's who, who, who? Who's he's like Cobra Commander in real life. Nah, he, though, and Hitler. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get that. But um, at the time, like, so you're also we're also applying a current view of the world to 1492. Right. So it's okay. a big, so, so, big difference. So if you're looking at a current point of the world, like raping certain- and pillaging is the state of, of the world at that point. Yeah. But at certain points as we mature, right? Right. We learn, put it like this. I don't know about your grandparents. I don't know about Marco's grandparents. Right. But in Marco's grandparents time, it was completely normal for a man to be 25 years old, 26 years old, 27 years old, and marry a girl that was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. They would come home from a war, whatever, and parents would be like, hey, check out my daughter. Cool. The time has changed, and now it's not acceptable. We judge it differently, and we've made the adjustments. People almost want to act like it was never like that not that long ago. We make an adjustment. Make an adjustment. Take the shit down. I don't believe that the people are looking at that statue with as much pride as people look at the statue and get the hurt. Who's, you, hurt, who's hurt by Christopher Columbus? Bro, what? I, I'll tell you who's hurt. So, And this is just something I'm reading off Wikipedia. According to the report, Columbus once punished a man found guilty of stealing corn by having his ears and nose cut off and then selling him into slavery. Testimony recorded in the report stated that Columbus congratulated his brother Bartolomeo on defending the family when the latter ordered a woman paraded naked through the streets and then had her tongue cut out for suggesting that Columbus was of lowly birth. Right? Bro, listen, these motherfuckers. So, yo, don't, don't tell people that they're of lowly birth. See what happens. Ultimate. Yo, so if but I will say up, this. is I bet most of the people in my neighborhood, uh-huh. right, in our neighborhood that I live in, didn't know that that was Christopher Columbus. And there's so. Oh, oh, you mean hold on, hold on, the statue period? Yeah, they, they just didn't know. They were <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you know so that's what that's what's getting me because it's Marconi Plaza, right? It's not Columbus Plaza, oh, number shit. two. And I was like, oh, I wonder if these. They, I wonder if they knew before today. They thought they were taking down Marconi. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the part that makes me laugh because they, you know, most of them. People are even, pretending to be passionate about something they're not. Right, right. But who, like, so. You know, Columbus didn't land here. What landed in the West Indies? He landed in South America. He didn't land in the United okay. States. So who is a statue of Christopher Columbus off- offending in Philadelphia? It's all the same. Bro, the, it's like saying um, it, R. Kelly didn't fuck my kids. Michael Jackson did. Motherfucker, you was fucking kids. And you had the same outlook as this motherfucker. And it was still dark people that you thought that you could do. It's all the same shit. It literally is the same. It's literally the same shit. Fuck him. Put somebody else there. Get a box. Put Rocky Marciano or some shit. I don't give right, a fuck. No, so, no, pick no, I somebody. Get I, I get it, but I think, you know, like what I find, like what I don't, what, especially because it's the neighborhood I live in, I don't want people rampaging through the neighborhood to tear a statue down. I don't want people fighting other people because there's people coming in rampaging to take a statue down, right? Because then it makes my neighborhood unsafe and then, puts me in a position where I feel like I have to defend my children very 
kind of forcefully. Yeah. What you I, also got to defend your children against motherfuckers that want that statue up. No, uh, no but what I'm what what I would want in a in a best case scenario is that we take the proper steps and we voice the 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 proper opinion. Well, not even proper opinion, but we we voice it properly where we say, hey, you know what? We think that this Columbus statue is wrong. We want the Columbus statue down. We're here to peacefully protest the statue. We understand that whatever feelings you have towards Columbus are your feelings and you're entitled to them, but we think it's important that we that our voice is heard, right? Because like I I get it, you know, sometimes people aren't going to hear you and then you have to resort to certain things, mm-hmm. but let's at least initially because there's never been anybody that wanted to take a Columbus statue down. I've never seen anything by that Columbus statue. I've never seen anything come up where people were protesting around the Columbus statue. Right. This is this is the first time because things things uh, things, things have to have to happen on have, this course. But it's talk, these are things that are talked about all the time. I think right. if you're going to do that, you pretty much have to take down every statue. All right, so so check there this out. There can be no more statues. Nah, and I'm gonna tell you what what'll make white people react, bro. And this is shit that I know. Let motherfuckers build a statue of the motherfucking dude who you who 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 killed those cops, right? Let us say, all right, then fuck that. Who's we gonna Dorner? start, Dorner? We, huh? Dorner? We're gonna start building. We're gonna start building our own statues in in our neighborhood. Y'all don't gotta even live there. And watch how many motherfuckers show up. Watch how many motherfuckers show up with their guns on them. Talking about some, uh, uh-uh, uh, take that shit down. Wait till how they come. The truth is that. For the most part, the minorities do not even strike back with equal force. They're like, they've been begging and signing positions and, and asking, please, can you do this for us? Can you do this for us? Right. So, but I think what, what you're. You, and you now it's getting to the point where it's like, nah, fuck that. The and then we got the comrades. People protecting with us. The, the Columbus statue, I think they're protecting the Columbus statue. They don't wield any real power. No, they don't. Uh, do you they're know what protect, I'm saying? They're protecting their neighborhood. They're protecting. They're do you know what I'm saying? So it would be like, an, it's. It's not, it might be a, a, people see an institution when they see who's protecting, mm-hmm. but on an individual standpoint, it's just a guy that's a plumber. It's a, you know, it's a dude that's an electrician. It's what, you know, some dude that hangs out on the corner all the time. It's not, it's, it's not the institution that we, you can point to saying the Philadelphia, this or that, or yeah, the New it's York It's a State. dude that feels, uh, what are you, entitled and feels like he want to step up to opposition. And guess what? You put yourself in a line of fire. So whatever the fuck happened is going to happen. If you want to play that, that's that important to you. You, you saying is that important to you. I'm telling you, if this gets to the point where we start really responding equally, even a 50% of what's happening the opposite way, motherfuckers going to feel away. And that's just real. What do you mean, though? In all regards, everything. If it was statue for statue, killing for killing, beat up for beat so, up. But I mean, jump- if we were to say, like, statue for statue, then it would be, you know, 70%. We, you would say white people have the right to 70% of all the statues in the country. What? If you were just to say, if it's, if it's equal, then you say, okay, white people get to decide what their statues are. Dominicans get to decide what their statues are. Black people no, get to what decide. I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is, if we had a statue hub, that offended people, right? But I'm saying that all I'm saying is the reaction would be the same. I, white people will go crazy if Starbucks do some shit today. Like, yo, <laughs> the things that I watch white people wild out about, and I'll be like, yo, well, they are about it. Because even in this situation, it's the white people that's rioting. 
They're the ones rioting. Like, we looking like, hell yeah, look at them. Once we got white people, when white people are passionate about some shit, now it's a go. White <laughs> people fucking with us, they passionate about this shit because this Black Lives Matter shit don't move unless white people. We got the allies. That's why I just watched a, a tape, a, a video today, people are sending around, and it's a dude talking about he just waiting for Donald Trump to send out that tweet. And he said, once we send out that tweet, you motherfuckers are done in fucking under an hour. Right? You, you, so, so this dude starts talking like, but he's not counting the fact that, yeah, we know white people get busy, but we got white people too. Or white people. <laughs> yeah. but, but it was, you know, it was, it's it, the, the same guy that's listening to or waiting for Trump to send that tweet out mm -hmm. would kind of be like the same person that was like, all right, Obama got elected. Now, you know, our... All of our problems are going to go away. It's not just not the way it works. Yeah, that's, that, that, that guy does not speak for white people. Yeah. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, 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 what I'm trying to say is I know he doesn't because I'm telling him, like, dog, it's going to be white dudes that's going to shoot you, bro. No. The, that's, no, the people that are, are allies with, with Black Lives Matter are not the same people that are shooters. You don't think so? No. None? They're protesters. They're girls with purple hair. You know what I mean? They're, they're not... They're not the the gun toting maniacs. Not most of them. Uh, hardly. Yeah, I, I think because most of them are, are anti gun. They're anti cop. They're they're gonna. They will be when they get rid of the police department. They will be screaming for more police. Listen, I'm loved when he puts in these little things because these points that he's making makes me feel like I'm more valid in the things I believe. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I love it. So I know they're talking about defunding police departments. They're not talking about. De deactivating yeah they're not deactivating they, that's what they're talking about in minneapolis dismantling the police department right but this that doesn't mean that they're it talking about like can re remantling dismantling dismantling there, i hadn't As, heard any plans for mantling. so it's kind of like it's just dismantling <laughs> no, no there is no. so once you dismantle something you have to put you something have to else there otherwise yeah, yeah. there's nothing yeah there. no they're putting they, you gotta they, mantle like, something they're, they're yeah. talking about kind of like like camden situation what's camden's situation Camden situation was swapped out with another agency to be it. So it has a county police department instead of the City. Camden the Camden Police Department that was there before doesn't exist. Yeah, so they had the, the Camden PD, it's union and everyone. So basically, they're like, yeah, we're switching over to Metro. You all need to be rehired if you make the cut. Uh, but that shit really had to do with some kind of insurance bullshit from these hey, like brothers that are like fucking Lex the Luthor. Union, the union, <laughs> the union was an issue, so they got rid of that union, put in a more favorable union, and changed a lot of the way you know certain aspects of how policing's handled in in Camden as well. So they had a clean sweep in some instances. But the thing that was interesting about the Camden mantling to dismantle to remantle was the chief of police was the same. The chief of police they had mm -hmm. was the chief. Of, he's not. He's no. He retired. But you know, during those two administrations, Camden PD, Camden City PD, and now Camden County PD, the 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 swap over was to the same chief of so police. Did it change stuff? Um. Yeah, I think that actually it. I mean, it lowered crime. That's for sure. They were a little bit more militant at first. You know what I'm saying? The the new one. Yes. Was more militant at first. And did that help lower crime or did? It um, it, it, it made it uncomfortable for the environment though. Cause it was kind of like, they came in kind of without knowing the area. They're just like bullying random people. Like, no, no, that's the, this kid's our hope and future. Yeah. You're, you're about to beat up. <laughs> right. You're about to beat well, up. Well, Camden street. had the honor of like being taken over by the state and having this Camden city police department, but also New Jersey state troopers patrolling the city. It was, you know, that 
that dangerous. Now I can assure you, just like they talking about, like in many that that time, that small window of change, there's going to be people who take advantage of that the same way looters do, oh, yeah. the same way everything. Because in Camden, it was the same way. People literally knew the date that it wasn't going to be cops, and that week it was a broad day shooting every single day for five or six days straight. Wow. Because people knew, like, they just, they can't even be everywhere at once. Like, right. I could tell you, go to this street and shoot your gun off. You go to this street, shoot your gun off. They're going to send units that way. I'm going to go kill him. <laughs> yeah. And the whole looting thing, too, has been crazy. Because somebody sent me a video of looters, and they were just basically breaking into a, a beauty supply store. What's crazy about that? Just it, I, that's what looting is. I know, I but you know, like I almost you want to romanticize looting that there's like a political kind of bent no, to that's it where protesting. But they, they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like because they they want to attach looting to with protesting, right? You know, in some cases, like, I think you know, it's like what he said. I think the when the protests go on, they see the cops are down by the protests. Everything's open. Let's go. Well, right, because you're like, well, this is a natural extension of protesting. I don't necessarily think so. No. Looting, you don't always have to have looting when you have protesting. It's like, why are you kicking the doors in to steal whatever it it's is? It's basically, it's basically like you said, a distraction or something that's going on at the same time, and it's pure chaos. Is what right. people are are bringing. And for now, this is the part that's fucking weird. This is a weird and complicated thing. The loot, a person that's a looter is playing a part that they don't even realize they're playing. Mm -hmm. They are playing a part to the movement, but not on purpose. They're being selfish motherfuckers that want sneakers. They're being selfish motherfuckers, and, uh, and of all races, because I'm, I'm watching oh, yeah, white yeah, yeah, people yeah, rip yeah, these yeah. fences off and go, I'm like, these motherfuckers, have you done this before? People just get caught up in like a mob mentality. Yeah. And then they go and yeah. do anything. But but what it does is it makes other people react because people don't want to the people that were just standing by saying nothing that weren't racist or anything, they're like, wait a minute, now the world's getting disturbed. Now there now my favorite store's getting burnt. Um, it's not safe outside, it's chaotic, it's noisy. I can't drive to Jersey, the bridge is closed. Okay, let's listen to these people's demands or start you know, marching with these people because or, without the chaos, right? The, the problem is is that that could cut the other way. Either they're listening or you push them and say, well, you know what, man, I need to, I need to fight back against these people that are doing this. It's, it's, it's too hard to, you know why? The reason why they won't fight back and this, <laughs> bro, I don't know how you take this, but white people, not just fighting against other white people. What do you mean? So it's like when, the, when you see these people looting, these look like college white kids, like, Right at the front of stores, ripping off stuff, doing whatever. Yeah. People, they're not going to, the, the average guy that's just sitting around isn't coming out to fight against those kids. They're not going to come out to fight anybody. Right. They're going to so, sit at their house and when shit gets to them, if, if the chaos starts spreading out of the city and starts interrupting the like, suburban life, that's when you'll have issues. No, you but the problem is people don't realize that since human beings we all come from people, these are their children. The fucking kids don't just get born from nothing. They're related to the motherfuckers. So everybody's like, "Hold well, on, why is what it's a movement of people that's out there doing something and they're connected and it, sometimes the chaos is what makes a person say, 
let's listen to these people because without the chaos, people just don't give a fuck. Oh, they out there marching down the street. Okay, whatever. Keep on fucking marching. You marched with a million motherfuckers before. Guess what? We don't give a fuck. Y'all, that's cardio. Put on your fucking Apple Watch and get your motherfucking 20,000 steps in and go back home. Yeah, but the uh, people also, you say it's like their children. People often beat their children. And, they, I mean, and people will beat their children to death sometimes. Right. I mean, so, like, sometimes kids get out of line and they just get slapped around. Like those dudes in Kensington, they were attacking white protesters. Yeah, dude, like, it's not... So, I don't see it as... I mean, I know this is all involved around race, but when it comes down to it, it's not race that's going to be the deciding factor. It's the chaos. It's like, it doesn't matter if it's white people causing chaos or black people causing chaos. The people that want order are going to stop it. You know what I mean? Whether it's, whether it, they have to stop black looters, white looters, protesters, whatever, and, they're just going to put a stop to the chaos. And I'm telling you, they're going to yeah. stop it from one of two ways, right? They're going to stop it forcefully or they're going to concede. And in some, and, and in a lot of situations, what you're seeing right now, I'm telling you right now, without the looting and wilding and burning, there would be no Black Lives Matter on all these major platforms you go to shop on Amazon, it wouldn't be there. It would not be there. I guarantee you, it wouldn't be on nothing. Yeah, NFL, I mean, but that's NFL would have so never. I, NFL, people got on one knee and they said it was unpatriotic. I have, I have to rebuke you on this because you can't guarantee. You don't know. Oh, our, well, th so this is what I can say. We, we only know it is the way it is because that's what occurred. So Colin Kaepernick took a knee, right? And he was the worst scumbag in the fucking world, right? And now the NFL is saying, we stand in solidarity with the black people and we want to apologize to Colin Kaepernick because we somehow couldn't see that he was being super respectful, the most peaceful, and got down on his knees and said, I just want to protest peacefully. But once the bullshit starts happening, and, it, and, and the whole thing with me is the bullshit shouldn't have to happen for people to listen to other human beings. And what happened is it somehow correlates that when the bullshit happens, all of a sudden, we've never seen nothing like that. You know what black people think and talk about in their house? Oh, shit. Jeff Bezos said that. Oh, my God. Like my mom and different people. Hey, such and such put this up. I went on the, uh, uh, this dot com and they put up this sign. And those things could be just, it's just bullshit to keep customers and make you shop there and things like that. But for a lot of people, it's such a, it means more than you could even imagine for them. They just acknowledge it. When people saw them paint Black Lives Matter in front of the White House like that, bro, man, that shit means something to people. Like people, man, it means more to people than I think people understand. Like people see that shit and be like, I never thought I'd see today. You know, my mom has never voted in her life. She voted when... The first time Obama was there, it was the symbolicness. It wasn't the politics. She just grew up when, you know, there wasn't black people on TV where she usually pick out like, oh, my God, they put a black person on. Then she saw like the first black kiss. It was like Star Trek or something. My mom remembers these moments. My mom had a fucking picture of Obama inside of her drawer. My mom's not like that, bro. But it just it's because they have the memories of how things were. At one time. So even the gestures, I'm saying, are a big deal. Sometimes these statue things, bro, it's a gesture. It's like, how much do you fucking really like this shit? You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a fucking gesture. But that's what I think Italian people really like it. 
So what? This is the fun. You know what? You know what I'm, I'm gonna say this I'm last. Not, I don't have a connection to. I'm gonna say Columbus. this. I'm gonna say this last. Guess what's gonna happen? What? And 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 you know what? You know when they say black people go home, go back to where you came from. I've never heard that. All right. Well, okay. Uh, but when they say that, right? I want to know what the white world will be like when every black person, Hispanic person, Asian person says, okay, we'll finally leave. Guess what's going to happen? They're going to find the one, the group out of the white people that they want to be the lowest ones. Italians. All of a sudden, they're going to be the new nigger. Wait, wait, wait. Which on. already wait, wait, happened wait. before. We can't have that. <laughs> Listen, bro. Bro, but the thing is, it used to be like that. It was like, oh, you fucking Mick motherfucker. You motherfucker. It's yeah. like, yo, but every, everybody, but everybody but hates the, the newest, no, no. Uh, people, the newest immigrant. People are, are very tribal. Right. Like, we like, we like our... And it starts at, like, from family, then friends, then people that look like us and then people that, you know what I mean? Right. It just dr grows out. So yeah, if, if it was only white people here, there would be a, a group of people that white people didn't like, but that's just, it's human nature. <laughs> but, it's, no, it's no, human no, nature. that's the problem. We need to redefine, we need to not accept our past uh, interactions in the way we are like cave people and say, that's just human nature. No, man, we are, it's also human nature to think. And to rise above and start saying, hold on, what the fuck right, is but, wrong? But also what you're, you're failing to recognize as mm -hmm. well, too, though, is like we're talking about all these things, but we just came out of two administrations of a black president as well. No shit. Right? Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in a lot of instances, right, we've gone, we've did the, the most powerful man in the world was Barack Obama for eight years. Kind of. Well, who was more powerful than him? I'm just, what I'm, all I'm saying is that... That gesture, right? That's what I called it. That was a gesture. We appreciated the gesture. I said my mom don't know nothing about politics. The politics didn't change. Right, but that's Obama, like, Bush Ob is the Obama, same. Obama oh. winning the, the winning the presidency is not a gesture. He won, you know, like that's a gesture is me giving you something that really makes you feel good, giving it to you. He, nobody gave him the presidency. He won the he right. He worked okay. for it and okay. he won it fair and square. Fair, fair to say. But what I'm saying is we know that the world is still in the same, um, it, you know, pot. It's still boiling the same. It's some progression. We're making moves forward, right? But with any growth, it's going to be growth pains, man. We growing, but people can't just say, oh, that's just the way it is. It's just human nature. You can't do that. But I don't, or else th I don't think you can change human nature. That's the thing. Uh, so you can't, I don't think you could point to a society where, and ever in the history, past, present, or future, where you're not going to have people separating each other by different, different factors. You know what? And if that happens, that's fine. But it's what they do with the separation. If people are beating people in the head with sticks and killing them, uh, it's a little bit different. But I, and all I, and I only made this point to stay on point because I'm, I'm, I'm talking from a point is... You talked about how the Italian people felt about that statue. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is we could leave today, check on all motherfuckers in 30 years, and them same people, them same Italians, will be the ones where they'll be telling y'all, go back to where the fuck y'all came from. And that's the part, that's the part that people have to start thinking like, People are trying to divide something for no fucking reason. And eventually people are going to look at those Italian people and be like, yo, get the fuck out.
period, bro. I I don't know if it's if it's that cut and dry because how would anybody know I'm Italian? Your middle name. I, I was listening. Ooh. I'm staring. No, oh, I was staring oh, at him. Up. I wasn't even going to say his middle name. I was going to say his last. Yeah, I was going first, to say his first but, name but because, he, because they act like they haven't been doing that to Jewish people forever. That but, look just but, like y'all, and his name is on John Steen. Something Steen. That's why I'm saying it's it's a bit easier for someone to just walk by and like fuck that dude looking at you, mm-hmm. right? They walk by me, they're like, well, I don't know if he's Italian, he's Jewish, he's Irish. Like, what is he? He's like, all right, he doesn't get a fuck that dude. I just walk right by him. I don't know what he is or what he is. And that's why racism, as it is, was invented because it was easy. With slavery, it was easier this time to do it by color coding people. This isn't an all-time thing. This is still something that only spans a certain amount of years because they couldn't just look at a person and identify them instantly. I mean, and we can also say that it happens in the black community, right? There's the shadeocracy, right? So so let's, let's be super clear about this, right? This also comes from, so when we talk about like dark skin, light skin, dark skin, that's a, a nonstop joke in the black community, right? Where it's like, and it's the favored of them being mixed with white, in a sense, is what the root is. And they'll say stuff like, light-skinned dudes play video games like this. And, they're, you know, he laying on the bed with his butt up. I don't know. But <laughs> it's just dumb shit. But it's dumb shit. And um, I believe at a certain point in time, like older than a time before me, that there were certain serious issues with things like that. Where people felt like the light-skinned people thought they were better than the dark-skinned people or whatever like that. You run into all of that shit. And you don't see that in the black community like that no more. That shit is like jokey dumb shit that people talk about because it's so uh, melted. All I'm saying is we can't just say accept things and say... This is what it is. We have that to be. I, that I agree with. We just gotta. We, we just gotta be like, hey, we man, we gotta we do better. We that I can completely That's get behind. All. But at the end of the day, my main concern is my family, right? And I want to make sure that I could take my kids outside of my house and not worry about a riot or dudes fighting over a a a, a, a statue that I don't even really give a fuck about one way right. or another. If it's there, it's not because it doesn't bring me no point of pride. And if it wasn't there, I wouldn't. I would not use the park anymore, any less. Right. But I just want to make sure that we do it in a way that the voices are heard. But you know, kids aren't yeah. exposed to violence unnecessarily. Yeah. I mean, so when you, so when I, when people say stuff like that, what I wonder too is like, so what's your time limit? Like how many times? Like Tupac said, "You knock on the door. You knock on the door. You knock on the door. Yo, I'm hungry." That's how he used it. When does it turn to I'm kicking the fucking door down? Because if I'm asking and asking and asking and asking, there's a result that I want and I don't get that result. What's the time limit on on peacefully asking for you to like take, right, down, so take down your Confederate flag or do this or do a- that? Asking is, is permission based, right? Because mm-hmm. you're ceding some sort of authority or power to somebody. But working to a point where now... You have the authority to make the decision to take that down or to open that door. That's something different. Now, if that's stolen from you and taken away from you, that's different. But if I'm asking, hey, can I have your phone? Hey, can I have your phone? Hey, can I have your phone? Well, how many times do I have to ask you to have your phone? It's my fucking phone. I'm not going to give it to you. Okay. Well, so now, 
your wife is dying on the ground and you want my phone to call 911 and you say, can I use your phone? Can I use your phone? Can you use your phone? And I don't give you that motherfucker. Bust me over my motherfucking head so you can get this phone because it's bigger than the, the phone conversation. See, that's the difference. If your daughter is, is people dying. If your daughter is sick and you want to use my phone, beat me into my fucking head to get this phone. Yeah, but that doesn't apply to... It, uh, it doesn't apply to a Columbus statue. I, it, what, but we're using, so, we're using, right. we're using, we're using dra like a, a very we're, drastic yes, personal thing. Yeah, right? we're using comparisons just because um, we have to do that to to, to paint the picture. If you're talking about Be life or death, because that you're right. Because that thing is still part of the reason why Marco's wife, right? That it's a symbol of the reason why people would judge Marco's wife. In a certain instance, because Marco's wife darker than me. You know what I'm saying? It's like these, they're not just statues or flags to, to people, man. They're so not. I, I, so, and I wouldn't compare, and I, you can't compare Columbus to the Confederate flag or Confederate general statue. That's like a complete. Confederate, fla Confederate flag is worse. I agree. Yeah, I, in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a sense. But Confederate flag is a direct symbol of like Southern slavery. But guess what? Columbus. There's a bunch of, but guess what? There's a bunch of people with some intelligence that will tell you that it's a part of the heritage. So my history. argument against the, the the Confederacy statues of the Confederacy is they're losers. They lost that war. They More get than no, losers. No, they're no, no, fucking no. terrorists. They, not even not that. So they're just, traitors to the country. Traitors. <laughs> but they lost. Why are we celebrating losers? Well, we're, we are not. It's the or, people. The right. people in the South. Some people in the South want to celebrate that for some reason and i like i think that's kind of silly but i you can't compare that to like a statue of columbus yeah hold on and i want to stay because this is such a deep topic when marco said when people say they're celebrating losers i don't think that's the reason not to fuck with them because if that's the case every black panthers and everything that we might celebrate we could say oh what well, they never got what they wanted they're yeah, losers. i agree so i can't put it like that I, but what we no, can no, no, say, no, no, you're missing my, the nuance I, I, of what I'm saying mm. is they don't have the right to make a statue to a guy that lost. Your people lost. You don't have the authority or the power. But they're still there. And it, but, but they're still there and, they, and it's still and, up. And people felt so... A guy just fucking... Uh, who's the dude in NASCAR? You're a big NASCAR guy now. No, no, no. Formula One. Way, <laughs> way better than NASCAR. Come on. NASCAR is... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. See, I don't know something about... That's white, that's white world. That's white, that's white world. Number one Formula One race car driver in the world is a black guy, by the way. Okay, okay so the... So who's the guy? There's a black guy who put Black Lives Matters on his car. Bubba, I think Bubba something is his name. Bubba right. Jenkins. Or so so I don't know. He just threw it. Bubba in. somebody. <laughs> he said Jenkins. Jenkins works. <laughs> it's a perfectly good black name. But uh, who was the guy who said, "Well, I'm retiring. I'm done." Nobody. Some, knows. Somebody Chicarelli <laughs> who in 32 races is never podium. They said so he what? never had any success with race relations. <laughs> Anything related to race. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Oh so, my God. so you're telling me then they should go put that somebody should feel like they should put a statue up to this guy. This is no. the thing. Right. Do you this, know is the, this is the thing. Somebody might, bro, they might just say, listen, this dude, he, he gave up his career for the for the for the calls. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, so anybody he's, can he's say a, that. His but last name is Ciccarelli, by the way. He's Italian. The amount of people that have that thought, the amount of people that support the Confederate flag <laughs> is like the smallest group of people 
Depend and, and where you live, it, it feels depending. different. Yeah, because I lived but, down south and it was crazy. Right. Down south, the percentage goes up. <laughs> Overall, the in the country, people that support the Confederate flag are in the extreme minority. Extreme minority. Like it's almost not even worth mentioning. Like the amount of people that would be like really gung ho about having a Confederate flag. Oh my god. But no, this shit's awful. This shit's crazy. Oof. We're in a fucking wacky world. Whew, I'm exhausted. No, it's good. That means that that means the, that means the Ninja Rob podcast I can't, is I'm really not going able, there. I can't. I'm not going to be able to defend my neighborhood now. We've tackled, I'm so tired. I'm not going to be able to defend the Christopher I'll come, Columbus. I got, I'll, I'll come down. <laughs> I'm going to be. Can I get a uh, honorary Italian? Uh, they name? don't do that. <laughs> I can't. No, don't you I have to like hold a, a piece of paper on fire or something? That's honorary mafia. Come on, get get your shit. See, straight. that was racist. Yeah. <laughs> that was racist. <laughs> what um, we could say is you're Northern Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good part. The good part. Exactly. Oh, Where my family's from. <laughs> oh God. Wow. I don't think we've ever gotten this deep. I don't think Devin's ever gotten that loud. Hey man, we're talking about black people, man. So, I happen to be black and six foot two. And he's been, passionate uh, about being black. Yeah. Much to Tim's chagrin. <laughs> I think it's it, great. <laughs> I'm also passionate about him being black. <laughs> <laughs> we want to wow. see who Tim scares when yeah, he goes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I don't exactly. know who's in the next room. Right. Uh, you know what? We can start playing a game like when we walk by people. Tame, Tim, name their race. Okay. You were good at calling out the Puerto Rican girl. Yeah. All right, yeah, folks. he did. He did. Yeah, that's I, when you that, didn't. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. I'm, he's, he's only good at picking out black people. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Is that it? Peace. Tim and I would like to thank our sound engineer and studio owner, Devin Wade, for always doing a great job with, with the sound, but also the beautiful facility that we get to use here at SFX Studios. We'd also like to thank Eddie Lynn, who takes and donates his time to the podcast to do all the, um, the video editing and everything you see on our social media. So really appreciate that from Eddie Lynn. And we'd also like to thank our friend Ralphie Darden, a.k.a. DJ Major Taylor, who gave us uh, the original music that we use. So uh, you're welcome, Tim. For and almost me. just as importantly as everybody else that he mentioned, we would like to thank all of our listeners that submitted questions. This is the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist.